Hello and welcome everybody to today's News Tonight, episode 176. This is, of course, the Weeknight News Show, where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our awesome YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host for today, Ash Paulson, and today I'm joined by my good friend and GVG co-founder, Derek Bittner, along with our very special guest, superstar WayForward game director and designer, and personal very good friend of mine, James Montagna. How's it going, man? Hi, I'm doing excellent. Uh, today is a wonderful day, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Glad to have you here. Dude. Real quick, Ash, uh, while while we have uh, James introduce himself, uh, everybody's saying, and I just noticed it myself, too, I, we, I think you're on the wrong mic. I didn't notice it beforehand, but yeah, it's sounding pretty bad right now. Really? How oh, yeah. Happen? Oh, man. So, uh, check your input. Happen? Sorry, everybody. Anyway, James, way forward, man. Yes. First, first time I'm meeting you. Where might you be from? I, I hear you have a minute to espouse the wonders of Way Forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I'm, a, I'm a designer and director at Way Forward. We're a game development studio in Los Angeles, uh, California. Uh, we've been doing this for a while, and uh, you might have heard of some of the games that uh, we've worked on. Uh, we uh, we do the Shantae series, as well as... Uh, a lot of uh, uh, other original titles, such as a Mighty Switch Force series, um, Vitamin Connection, which was a game I personally de- uh, directed, which came out on Switch in 2020, is another one we did. But we also do some licensed games as well. Uh, and we've been working recently with the Kunio Kun brand. Uh, we did River City Girls in 2019 and uh, currently very hard at work on uh, the follow-up, River City Girls 2. Uh, as well as uh, River City Girls Zero, which is uh, a uh, enhanced port of a Super Famicom game that only came out in Japan, and now it's going to come out in English for the first time. So that's a really exciting thing that we've been working on. Uh, and yeah, I, I hope everyone will look forward to that. I think 2022 is going to be an incredible year for Way Forward, and there's a lot that we have coming out and things coming up that we've yet to announce. So. Uh, yeah, I hope people look forward to it, but that's not why I'm here, technically speaking, <laughs> is it? True. Hey, no, well, I should sound better now. I apologize yes. for that, everybody. I am on the correct mic now. Um, but no, I mean, you know, James, I've always been a huge fan of Way Forward, and I'm so happy that you're just doing so well there. I know you're working on all sorts of cool stuff, including some stuff you can't talk about. Just to warn everybody in the chat, don't bother asking questions about Advanced Wars because he can't answer them. So don't even go there. It can't happen. Um, but uh, no, no, James, I, we're I just, just want to hear about more uh, Shantae and River City Girls 3. And, and you know, right? obviously you're making the brand new, exactly. uh, like not just the ports of Advanced Wars, but Advanced Wars 3. You know, that obviously got all that. Come on. We got. <laughs> right. Um, well, we, before, before we get too far in, we do have a sponsor for today's episode. Usually they're the sponsor for Monday's episode, but we didn't have an episode on Monday because it was a slow news weekend. So today's episode is sponsored by our good friend, The Game Orb. The Game Orb is a YouTube channel that brings commentary and gameplay footage from the Switch and Xbox Series X gaming systems. While games like Sonic Colors Ultimate and Splatoon 2 can be seen on the channel, The Game Orb will have a new Mario Party Superstars video every weekday this month, which which will include a match with me, Steve, and a friend of Eddie, or The Game Orbs, uh, all five boards being 30 turns each and ranking all the minigames in groups of which they have originated from. So be sure to subscribe to The Game Orb at the link in the description. And uh, not only will that link be in the description, but it will also be in the YouTube chat right now, which I'm pasting it in there. 
There we go. <laughs> and also, along with the link to their friend Galactic Reaper's YouTube channel, please, please subscribe to the Game Warp. They have shown us nothing but so much love and support ever since we launched uh, over a year ago now. And they've just been one of the most staunch supporters of Good Vibes Gaming. So thank you, Game Orb. Please, everybody, go show them some love. Uh, also, really quick PSA before we start. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West appears to have leaked. So if you're trying to avoid spoilers like I am, just be careful. You know, leaks suck. Really, I haven't really I, seen I really anybody talking happened. about it, so I'm not too worried. Yeah, it's probably fine. But, you know, just to be just to be safe, just to be safe, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, and one more shout-out uh, before we get started. Uh, Leftox, our beloved GVG community member Leftox, celebrated their birthday on January 10th. So happy birthday, yeah, Leftox. Happy birthday. I'm sorry we didn't have an issue birthday. on Monday to celebrate it on the day. But we're giving you a belated birthday shout-out, and we all hope that you had a wonderful birthday, my friend. So thank you very much. Uh, all right, we do have a couple of super chats. Uh, first, Screamo Shaman with two dollars saying for his neutral special, Kirby wields a gun. I do love that new gun we've been seeing in the trailer, and we're going to talk about that very soon. <laughs> so uh, thank you for that, Screamo Shaman. Uh, and also another super chat from Screamo Shaman for five dollars uh, saying between Kirby, Tunic, and Dot Hack, March is going to hurt me financially. Yeah, this this year is already filling up pretty fast with oh, the game rough. releases. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I hear you. Our wallets are going to be hurting too. Uh, next up, $5 from Zeno Luxcare saying, I want to give a special shout out to 112. Genuinely one of the nicest people in the GVG community who deserves everything right now. Could not agree more. Uh, 112 is a, is a great person, former guest right here on TNT, beloved community member here at GVG. So we love you, 112. And so does Zeno Luxcare. And thank you for using that super chat to shout them out, Zeno. That's very kind of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, next is fifteen dollars from our good friend, our good belated birthday friend, Leftox Fluxington, saying belated birthday super chat as promised. Want to spread the love to you guys and all the GV gang for all the positivity I've experienced since joining. Thanks, y'all. Well, thank you, Leftox, but I think you have mm-hmm. this backwards. You're giving us a present for your <laughs> birthday. I don't know how that works, but thank you very much. It's so kind of you. And one last. Uh, Let's see. One last super chat for now from Jacob Tucker, $5 saying, have you guys seen the Kingdom Hearts puppet song by Erica Harlocker and the Pokemon horror parody by Harry Partridge? Really good stuff. I personally have not. Have either of you? No, it was was sent to me, but I haven't had a chance to watch it. It's just been, it's been busy. I love Erica Harlocker's work, so I'll have to check it out. I'm sad to say I don't know the name, so I I'll have to look into yeah Erica Harlocker. I'm not She's familiar with her work. Okay, trying to, trying to think of the big role that you'd know her from. Hmm. Um, well, I'll certainly make a note to uh, you know look into her work. Um, uh, let's see. I'm trying to find like a big oh she's on in uh, Persona Five. Oh, I ran oh, into okay. her. I, cool. I completely forgot. I just <laughs> completely slipped my. I ran into her during the Persona Five Royal event. Very, very, very nice. Oh, um, that was the one that you and I were at together, right? Yeah. Uh, I think we went together. Yes, yes, that is the one. Yeah. So, right there. Um, Juan also told us in our patron chat she's on in Persona Five, right? Yeah. And cool. Was uh, you didn't actually play Danganronpa, but yeah, she's Kyoko in the original. Gotcha, so. gotcha. Uh, okay, we did have one last super chat come in for now. Really quick, Ryan Witt with $1.99 saying, for the next Mario Kart, I hope we get Track Morph. 
I feel like that might be a little bit more technically demanding than stage more from mm. Smash Brothers Ultimate, but <laughs> tell I'm telling you right now, that would be awesome. I'd be game for it. I just don't know if the Switch can do it, but that would be really cool. Um, okay, well, we do have some news to talk about today. You all know the big one. We're starting with it because James here is a Kirby super fan. He's the biggest Kirby fan I know, and I'm a pretty big Kirby fan, and so is Derek. But this guy, he loves all things Kirby. So here we are, the first story of the day. It's the big one. Kirby and the Forgotten Land got a release date and a new trailer. Let's get that up on screen. Okay, so as I said, uh, Nintendo surprised us all this morning with a brand new trailer for Kirby and the Forgotten Land, the first ever fully 3D Kirby game, full mainline game, I should say. Uh, And we got a release date, March 25th, which I got to say is earlier than I was expecting. For some reason in my mind, I had it pegged for May-ish, like around May then about, but no, end of March, it's coming soon. It's like two and a half months away. I'm so excited, but you don't need to hear me tell tell you how about how excited I am. James, what are you thinking, man? How are you feeling about Kirby's latest outing, the first ever 3D mainline game? Well, I can tell you I've had this big, dopey smile on my face all morning after I woke <laughs> up to that trailer. So uh, that, nice. that's one thing. And to know that it's only like two and a half months away is just so exciting in itself. I think the reason why... Uh, like my uh, myself like you was thinking it would be later down the road in this year was because we only learned about this game not too long ago so right i think there's some assumption of uh time having to pass for development but you know they could have announced the game when it was in the later stages of development you never really know so to to know this game is coming so soon that in itself is just so incredibly exciting and uh this is the type of game that we've never seen before with Kirby, really. This is the first 3D platforming Kirby experience, unless you want to count jumping off the air ride machine in City Trial uh, in Kirby Air Ride. That, that was a, a, that's about yeah. as close as you're going to get historically. But um, this is a really special thing because it's something that a lot of fans have speculated, what would this play like? And now we will finally uh, know, we'll have that answer once we uh, get our hands on this game. And the trailer looks amazing. There's so much there going on to dissect. I that is well, speaking very of true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, Derek, I was gonna tease your upcoming deep dive, but go ahead, man. Yeah, uh, that's. I mean, I've been doing my best to work on it as much as possible today. Uh, it's been a little, a little rough on me because Kai's not sleeping the best, so I'm running on very little yeah. sleep right now. Oh. Um, but I'm trying to get on it. Uh, all I can say is I promise to have it um, ready by. I'm gonna try to have it ready by Friday at the latest. Uh, otherwise there is some fun stuff in here. I got about four pages of notes, uh, going through all this, uh, some of it, minor stuff, other big stuff, you know, some of it's like obvious things. Um, but the part that excites me the most from what me looking through it all, um, it is absolutely, uh, the, the Waddle D village. That is, uh that is the best part. And I don't want to go into too much unless you, you, either of you observed it as well. But there is some really cool things in in, in that. Yes, definitely. Oh, go a lot ahead, of James. Cool stuff going on there. Uh, I was just agreeing. A lot of cool stuff going on there. I I think one of the most interesting things about the Waddle Village is uh, the fact that it develops over time. The player is earning more Waddle Dees, and mm-hmm. as you earn more Waddle Dees, it's growing. So that tells me this isn't just like a hub you go to and has a few things going on this is something that's going to change over the course of the game and oh yeah uh, and to know yeah. that 
is really thrilling because uh, it makes you wonder, okay, how far are they going to take this? How oh, big can this go? Oh. Does it become a city? James, I've discovered how far they take this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, at I least I don't know how far it goes, uh, 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 but I, I I do have a I, I do have an idea of how, where it starts. <laughs> what you thinking? I, nice. Lay it on me. I, I want to know what you're thinking. Oh, do I do lay it on you now, or do I save it for the whole thing? That's the problem here. Um, <laughs> let's just say there okay. there is there is a uh, way. There is a clue in there about where it starts and just how in depth they'll they'll be going with this. At least it seems to be. Uh, that said, the, like seeing, I I can talk about because I'm sure people other people observe this. Um, it is so interesting how it's basically this is your hub world. This is where you start. This is where you check out all the stuff. It's basically a menu because they have like a movie theater for what check them. Obviously, right. check out cutscenes. Uh, there's a few mystery shops that have some potential. There's that I saw the shop where you do that little mini game where you hand out uh, Maxim tomatoes or the or the medicine. Um, there's uh, there's a lot of really fun things, and I even found I, I can do this one because I don't think it's going to be that. It's, I don't think it's that much of a thing. You know, you have you fight Meta Knight at the end, like it shows Meta Knight yeah, fight in the, the arena. If, yeah, yeah. If you look at the Waddle Dee town, there's a Coliseum in the background that's where you're fighting him because it's like you're surrounded by waddle Dees. it all makes sense it has to take place in that town makes sense there's there's yes. your waddle Dee town there's a lot of good stuff in here i do uh, james i do i am curious james what you think of the new um uh abilities because you know we got two new ones for this one we got drill and we got ranger yeah i'm very excited to see these new abilities you know i think they took a step back and looked at the abilities and thought about what sort of things would be fun to do in 3d and so when i look at the way the drill ability works and the way it functions uh with the way this kirby game is built it makes so much sense and there's just so much they could do with that so i think the drill ability is really well suited to the type of game that this is Mm -hmm. uh as well as uh the ranger ability having a uh well Kirby's got a gun. Kirby's <laughs> got a gun. I love it. I mean, it. it's not the first time. He got a gun from Joker and from Bayonetta, but... You right. Know. Uh, but, but I think uh, that type of gameplay is also really well-suited. And, I'm, you know, of course, I'm coming at this from, like, a game design perspective. But it's very mm-hmm. well-suited for the, the 3D mobility to be able to uh, just face Kirby in a direction and shoot a projectile weapon. I think it, they, mm-hmm. they're, they're thinking really logically about what's going to make sense, what's going to be fun to use in this... 3D gameplay form factor. So I'm eager to see the abilities that we have not seen yet. I'm sure there's very many that they're keeping under wraps as a surprise for when the oh, game yeah. comes out. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's always numerous abilities in these Kirby games. And uh, I'm really curious, uh, not only about the abilities, but uh, about the enemy, this, uh, I think it's like a beast. Uh, what was it? Beast, I, pe- beast pack, I believe. Yeah. yeah. The, the beast yeah. pack. Right. So when, when I saw that, it made me think of Daroch and the Squeaks from the uh, Squeaks uh, from the Squeak Same. Squad, Kirby Squeak Squad, mm-hmm. and which is a very un- underrated entry in my opinion. Um, but uh, <laughs> that entry also introduced the Animal Copy ability, which like the enemy characters of the Beast Pack also kind of call to mind. So it remains to be seen if this copy ability will make an appearance or have some significance to this game. But I kind of have a hunch it could. It's, yeah, I, I agree like with it. you. And it's not just the Beast Pack. The uh, the product page on Nintendo's website also talks about a mysterious villain named Elphalin. Oh, it's which, not a villain. Uh, should be. 
Oh, that's oh, it's oh, yeah. It's the oh, companion. Elphalyn is the good companion. So Although yeah. this is Kirby, He's adorable. This this is well, Kirby. Oh. Elphalyn could totally betray you at the end. You cannot she trust could. this thing. Oh, Magalore. It's it's the uh, the wording. It said, "And save the kidnapped Waddledees from the ferocious beast pack alongside the mysterious Elphalyn." But now yeah. that I'm reading it the right way, oh no, yes, you, it's like, Kirby's yeah. companion. You could, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong, Ash. I'm just saying it's sure for now. A friend. But they don't want us to think that. I, I read it the wrong like really way. They don't want us to think that. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's, he's this little, um, what is he, like a little chinchilla? Basically so a flying chinchilla. I love him. Yeah, he's, like a little, he's got a little bite yeah. taken out of his ear. I, I saw that character and I, I made like an audible noise. I'm not, yeah. I'm not ashamed to admit it. It's such a good <laughs> character. And, you know, it, it, we, we, we get to see the role Elphalyn will fully play, but it seems like a standard for Kirby to have new friends with each game. Gooey, Prince Fluff, Ribbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I thought of Marks. He wasn't a friend at all. Screw that guy. He, uh, at least, at least Magalore <laughs> pretended to be a Marks friend. Marks is the best for a friend. While. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, speaking of the villains, uh, Vedron in our live audience patron shack ma- makes a great point, saying, I can't wait for what Hell Beast is the final boss. And yeah, because Kirby is known for having those Eldritch Abomination true final bosses, but they've always been in 2D, kind of. I mean, Kirby 64 is that, well, sort of a... There's also Star Allies had a 3D bo- final boss fight. That's true. Fair so. enough. But like, this is the first fully 3D mainline Kirby game, and I want to see them go ham with it. I want to see them, you know, have Kirby fight the scariest, most Eldritch, <laughs> Abomination, evil, dark god thing they can think of, right? I have a feeling and, they're uh, going to probably pull that back a little bit this time. I don't know why. I just the general feel, yeah. feeling. Um, but you know, I, I did. I thought that too with Star Allies and uh, Return to Dreamland, and they didn't pull that back as much as I thought they might. So. Mm. Well, Maybe. I could see them going a bit the other way because there's, yeah. you know, with Kirby and the Forgotten Land, this is this hint of a, a past civilization, and that hidden dark undertone the Kirby se- series is known for is on full display here. You, it, it, it's everywhere. It's dripping with it. You can feel yeah. it just looking at these environments. So, I, I'm kind of uh, leaning towards they might lean into that a little bit more with the the bosses and bring out that dark undertone in a really interesting way. Um, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I really hope so. I- I want to see them tie it back into the lore with that abandoned, what looked like an abandoned civilization in the background of some Kirby 64 stages. Let's oh, just tie it all together. Let's oh, no, get that's just Earth. Shiver Star, yes. Yeah, Shiver Star is just Earth. That's all. It's Shiver Star is Earth, right? Yeah. yeah. A it's a yeah. post-apocalyptic Earth. That's that's not a big deal. Right. A, this is different from that. <laughs> Maybe this is Shiver Star post-Ice Age, though, right? I mean, you never, you know, we could tie this all together. No, I don't think so. I'm I'm obviously being facetious, but... Yeah. Um, uh, Pan, Pan Otter of the Forgotten Land also brings up a good point. Where's DDD? We see Meta Knight. Oh, no, he'll be where there. Where is the king? I know, he's going to he, be he's, here. But where if, is he? if, if Meta Knight's no in the Coliseum, DDD will be in the Coliseum. Uh, right. Do you, do you guys think they're just going to be Coliseum fights, or do you think they'll be tied into the story somehow as well? I, I think it'll be tied into the story personally because it looked like a cut where you saw Meta Knight. True. Yes, I thought I'm, so too. I'm I'm also I'm thinking it's gonna be uh extra fights. That way it doesn't feel like you're forcing mm. um them in. Uh that said, there is a, one other uh possibility here. I don't know if you noticed, but at the bottom of the trailer it mentions uh that there's an online element to the game. Now we don't know exactly what that right. is other than this um wise mm-hmm. waddle D in the town that uh tells you I guess what's popular and what other it gives you tips and other like things from make other players. But could we actually see online co-op since co-op is the big thing here playing as bandana D. I think we will not. There was some additional details, by the way, the, 
so I, I thought there had not been any further elaboration on what that could entail when I saw the footer text of like Nintendo Switch online membership is required, like boilerplate text. But mm-hmm. um, I, I read a bit more and I learned it's actually tied to the town. Uh, you can apparently see the total number of Waddle Dees rescued around the world as well know. as the current most popular copy ability. So that makes me think a little bit of this is this is a throwback. Nobi Nobi Boy. Like everybody working together oh, to reach a cool. goal of mm-hmm. like, getting like Waddle Dees rescued. I don't know how, how far they'll take it, but I would love to see that kind of like community gameplay, everyone playing together element in Kirby. Um, the the store description mentions that the co-star uh, gameplay, as they're calling it, which is very cute. They tied it in with the star theme to Kirby, but that, it's the co-op, right? Um, mm-hmm. They mentioned that that's going to be uh, local only, so oh, okay. I, I wouldn't get my hopes up for yeah. online I just, yeah, in that pa- regard. Passing it out there, but yeah, it makes sense. I didn't. I was think thinking so, also but... maybe we also see a couple of mini games in the in the part with the Waddle Dee Village, and I was thinking maybe mini game leaderboards like the fishing, the Maximum Tomato thing, possibly. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking something very passive in terms of the online functionality rather than active. Like yeah, co-op. that makes but, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I love what I'm seeing here, you guys. Obviously, I do. I mean, you all, you guys know Kirby's my favorite Nintendo character of all time. Uh, I, I love Kirby. I love the series so much. And I, I can't get over this over this little snippet of the overworld we see where they're, where Kirby's flying around on the warp star. It's just so cool. And I know that's not the world you're actually playing in, but just the fact that you're, that you're getting this expansive overworld that connects presumably the different actual play areas. It's a God, step up from what they did in Star Allies. Yeah, the, yeah. The, I'm just so excited. The I will say this. The 3D seems... It's it's not like Mario Odyssey style. It, this is definitely more like 3D World style, where you're a bit more guided. Yeah, you're not going, you don't have you're full guided. freedom, yeah. stuff like that. This is basically like taking what you'd expect Kirby and 2D to play like just in 3d and reimagining a lot of that stuff right. like the whole i like the fact that the drill ability wouldn't really work the same way in 2d because one of the attacks is literally drawing a circle around the enemy and then cause an explosion <laughs> that's right. cool stuff um right. it, it's taking it it's definitely taking it into that next dimension but i don't think you know just to put the perspective on people don't expect this to be the like huge like Open world uh, exactly type thing. Yeah. Ma- massive thing. This is definitely a first step where they're just transitioning it into 3D. And honestly, it looks it's looking like the type of fun you'd expect from Kirby. And from everything I'm seeing, it's I think it's going to be a relatively meaty game. It seems like yeah. it, and it se- it also looks like there's going to be some sort of little like gashapon collecting mechanic where you can collect all the little figures. Which yes. I know I'm going to want every single one. I've already know this game's going to get its hooks in me. I'm oh, I've, I've got every. You thing. you've not gone and got every single keychain and got every oh, single sticker from the previous ones. Like exactly. That's like, my problem is I did, so I know I'm going to have to. No, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, um, I'm sure there's going to be so many throwbacks and references to oh, Kirby games within the, that gotcha upon it. It makes me think of uh, the game Shenmue where. I got really obsessed oh, yeah. with just focusing on getting the little uh, gachapon toys, and I lost track of the full main game. Uh, I don't know that'll happen here, but I'm really excited to see that they've made a, a gachapon to get these little 3D models, and I'm very curious. It's a Series 1 in the corner. I wonder what that means. Like, how many series of these are right. there going to well, be in the game to collect? Well, actually, I'll, a lot. I'll, I'll tell you, I can tell you this. The gachapon machine itself actually shows all the, all the things you can get 
from the from that machine like they have like six different figures i have a feeling it's going to be based on how much uh each world you defeat and you'll unlock more gotcha machines that's that my assumption yeah i think that's a good assumption Mm-hmm. I'm also loving the palm tree take on Wispy Woods. Are we assuming he's going to be called like Palmy Woods oh, or something? They, or? Actually, Nintendo UK revealed his name. Uh, oh, they did? Yes. I'm forgetting yes. his name off the top of my head. Do you remember, James? I should have wrote it down. I don't remember. I should have either. I forgot. The name, name was yeah. revealed. It's out there. Yep. So, uh, Tropic Woods? No, I don't know if it's Tropic Woods. Is it? I'm, loading I'm finding him. Yeah, Tropic right Woods. Now. I'm trying to find it. Tropic yeah. Woods. It, it is okay. Tropic Woods. So the gorilla is known cool. as Gorimondo, and Tropic. Right. Then there's the unfriendly Franz of Tropic Woods, which God, I love him. <laughs> I just love this. I I just love Kirby to death, and I am so so excited for this game. Um, I know we do have some other stuff to talk about. And by the way, uh, just to let everybody know, James, unfortunately, does have to leave around five. So we'll be wrapping up the episode with just me and Derek. But we do want to go ahead and get some other topics so James can weigh in on other stuff. But before we move on, James, was there anything else you wanted to talk about or highlight uh, about Kirby in the new trailer? Oh, gosh. Well, <laughs> there's a lot going on there. So if I had it, like, just think of, like, a a closing thing to uh, to mention, I would say... Today was important not just because of the Kirby and, Forgot- and the Forgotten Land trailer, but uh, there was actually some additional Kirby stuff today. There was the Kirby's 30th anniversary, right. and we saw the Kirby 30th anniversary logo and some artwork uh, depicting a series of Kirbys, and there was just a lot of Easter eggs in that artwork, references to the anime and, and other things. So uh, it's just a really exciting time to be a Kirby fan, and uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more than just this game this year. I, I mean, they love right. putting little games in it. Both. It's, you know, time for the return of uh, a new, it's time for a new, uh, uh, what's it called? Kirby. It's the Kirby golf game. You'll know it, James. Uh, oh, dream course. Dream, dream, dream course. course. Yeah. Time yeah. for a new dream course. Why not? Kirby's new dream course. No, Nintendo. Go. That's what it would be called. <laughs> I like um, it. I, Kirby 35. This is, this is or Kirby 30 since it's thir- thir- uh, 30th anniversary. Just give me some sort of Mario 35-esque experience, Nintendo. Just <laughs> please make up for that. Please, Kirby 30. And it rhymes. It's perfect. Kirby, Kirby 30. Kirby there you 30. go. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Well, before we move on to our next news story, we have a couple more Super Chats. First is uh, Sonic and Mega Man 531 with $2 saying or asking Kirby versus Kratos. Who wins? Kirby. It's Kirby. Kratos is the god of war, but Kirby's the god killer. He literally kills eldritch gods as final, final bosses. He can punch a planet in half. I, it's, I'm sorry. I'm And then add insult to injury, he would take his ability too. Yeah. And you could just he could take Kratos' uh, yeah, he has, uh, his chains. He's, yeah. Chains yeah. of Olympus, right? Yeah. I, I, it's, so, it's so funny. You put Kirby up against anything, he wins. Nothing can beat him. <laughs> He's the only one that survived in uh, the Smash Ultimate World of Light opening. Yeah, just goes to fill you. Exactly. Right. It's just. Would, would, and I'm sorry, it's not Chains of Olympus. That was the the God, one of the God of War games. It's the the Blades of Chaos. Blades but, of Chaos. Okay, let's say if if Kirby did steal his ability, would he get the Leviathan Axe from Dad of War, or would it be the Blades of Chaos? Mm, Blades of Chaos. Which, what, what would he get? Yeah, I think so too. You got to go OG. Yeah. Yeah, got to go OG. Uh, but yeah, Kratos definitely wins that, in my opinion, in all our opinions. Wait, um, you said Kirby. Kratos. You mean Kirby. Kirby wins. I mean, Kirby. I'm Don't sorry. you change Kirby, my opinion. My I know. <laughs> Kirby definitely wins this, so in all our opinions. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, next up is $5 from RecBCQ. Thank you very much. Saying the alt-universe where the dark-themed Kirby led it to becoming a survival horror series. Imagine a Kirby survival horror game. I I could, sure, I'd be down. So there, in Kirby Superstar, there was a cut, uh, not a sub-game, one of the cut uh, games in Kirby Superstar that was uh, Kirby in like a haunted mansion and he lost his ability to inhale. So I think oh. there was an idea at one point for like a horror themed Kirby that just never, uh, I think Masahiro Sakurai said that that one didn't get past the planning stages for whatever reason. But it's hey, it's interesting to know what could have been. And maybe one day they'll revisit those those concepts. I actually never knew about that. Kirby Superstar is still my favorite Kirby game of all time, but I never had heard that about a cut survival or horror-esque thing like Kirby being in a mansion. That's actually really cool trivia. Yeah, taking away yep. his ability I, to suck, I, and it's definitely changes up how you play Kirby if you don't suck up yeah. anything. A lot of kicks. Uh, right. It's interesting. Rob Arman X in our live audience chat with a perfect name for this uh, for this uh, not a game. Fatal Poyo. Let's do it. <laughs> Fatal Poyo. That's the, the Kirby <laughs> survival horror game. I I love it. Um, all oh, right. No, no, well, no. Have some more. No, I got a better one for you. Kirby of oh. the stars. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's so good. I love it. Uh, all right. Well, we do have, um, amazingly, we do have non-Kirby news to talk about today. I know, I know, boo, but we do. We do have some other stuff to talk about. This next story has to do with the largest ever acquisition in game industry history. So let's get that up on screen. So uh, Grand Theft Auto developer Take-Two uh, have announced that they have acquired Zynga in a deal that is the biggest in game industry history, as I said, they have acquired Zynga for $12.7 billion. That's billion with a B, not million. Almost $13 billion. Uh, and yeah, this is uh, this just came out a couple of days ago. And apparently the driving force behind this, uh, for at least the short-term driving force behind this decision, is to get some of their key franchises like Grand Theft Auto onto mobile platforms. I can't say I'd want to play GTA and mobile, but I also realize I'm not the target audience for this. So, yeah, but $13, $13 billion almost. I just it's almost like unimaginable. It's, it is, it's almost, it, you can't wrap your brain around a sum that large. It's really hard to just, yeah, this is I'd unprecedented in industry. Yeah, yeah, it's really incredible. It really is. Um, now I've got to tell you, I've always been kind of low key rooting for Zynga because, uh, you might know they began trading on the NASDAQ back in like 2011. Uh, so I, I use the, for my stock trading, I use the Robinhood app and uh, I got a free stock on my first day and it was Zynga. And so ever since then, I see that I still have, I still only have one share, full disclosure, I have one share, but I uh-huh. always see it right there. And I always like, like, oh, it's, it's, it's going up. I keep kind of, kind of keep low key keeping tabs on them. They're anything but the underdog, despite the fact their logo has like a dog on it. Mm. They, they're, they're huge, but I'm, I'm always like low key rooting for them. Uh, for just that reason. That's a really superficial reason, but sure, yeah, sure. That's it my feeling sense. about Zynga. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean oh, go ahead, Derek. Oh, it's just it's just crazy when you compare the numbers. Like Nerd Consultant pointing out that this is more than Microsoft spent on buying all of Bethesda. And which <laughs> yeah, already that's what Cobra said. It was, oh, yeah, that uh, multiple people, sorry about that. Um, you know, that's seven point five billion, which was already more than Disney spent on getting Star Wars. Which was only about four billion. 
I only mean, four it billion. Is really wild to think. I mean, of course, you you can't you can't underestimate just how wildly successful games like Farmville have been. But even with that, context, I just haven't heard about Zynga in, in so long. So it's just yeah. like I didn't realize you it was know, still they're, a they're thing. there. Yeah, they're they're still making things. You know, games like Word, Words with Friends too. I think there's still people that are like religiously playing them because you have to think of like that audience of like not quite gamer players that. Uh, will casually download these things, and that audience is expansive. It's huge, mm, and Zynga right. knows it so well. So when you have Take Two Interactive uh, and Zynga joining forces, the expertise of Zynga might be one of the things—not just the intellectual property, but but the way that Zynga has it has its hooks in this uh, this business model that's so unique and this audience that they have. I think that's really where the value is coming in. Yeah, I'm I'm looking yeah. through their lineup here and it's, you know, obviously nothing special, but they're simple. And that's that's mm-hmm. the uh big thing here. It's poker, it's slots themed to like Harry Potter or Princess Bride or Willy Wonka. There it's boggle, it's chess, <laughs> you know, it's right. simple racing games. Uh, crosswords with friends, drawing with friends. It's all super simple, but yeah, casting a wide net. And I guess that's where and, it's as well. Yeah. And and they do, you know, the, the, the two companies do kind of shore up. I wouldn't call their shortcomings because Zynga has never set out to be a big console developer, while Take-Two has never set out to be a big mobile developer. But with this acquisition, perhaps they can combine their strengths and you know, bring some key take two franchises to mobile. And it is probably worth highlighting from this video games chronicle uh, article that in the announcement, take two specifically highlighted grand theft auto, red dead redemption, midnight club, NBA 2k, Bioshock, borderlands, civilization, mafia, and Kerbal space program. Most of which don't really have much of a mobile presence. So the, the play here seems fairly obvious. It's just the, I don't think the news here is why this acquisition is happening. I think it pretty makes oh, yeah. it's pretty much sense. But it's just the mind blowing valuation. Thirteen billion dollars almost. Like Jesus. One percent of that would set oh. us all all three of us for life. Actually, one percent of that oh, no. would set all everybody in this that's watching this right now for life. Right? Wouldn't complain. Yeah. Hey, take two. <laughs> Since we're talking about this, can we have just one you know what? I'll say half a percent. Can I have half a percent of that? We can, we have half a percent. We'll just, that'd be great. That's all we would need. I think. Um, Mm. But yeah, I'll say this much. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a Grand Theft Auto game on mobile. That's kind of like a mafia wars, freemium multiplayer Uh, social network. That makes sense. I I, I wouldn't be surprised by that. I think, I think you, you, you can make a Grand Theft Auto that is branded Grand Theft Auto, but it's not the gameplay of Grand Theft Auto. And, it could work, so uh, that's just that's just a hunch I have. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised in the least if that happens. Same. That makes sense. I, I could I could totally see that. Yeah, I think that's a good take. All right. Well, either of you have anything else to uh, say about this before we move on? No, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a couple more super chats. Uh, another one from Sonic and Mega Man five thirty one for two more dollars. Thank you so much. Saying, imagine if Nintendo bought Sega. Right? I mean... They would I'm, use I'm their so franchises as much as Sega does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, in hindsight, I am glad that, that uh, you know, Sega was never bought out by any one of the big three and just got mm-hmm. to be multi-platform because we've seen so much great stuff with them on every platform. But 
I imagine if any one of the big three ever did buy them out, Nintendo would probably be the, the best fit. Probably, but mm. I just wouldn't want to see it happen. It's arguable. It's arguable, especially with franchises like Yakuza. Maybe it's a little bit less. Yeah, Total War. Clear, like, clear And that's some of the more yeah. uh, profitable ones. So. Right, right. But mm. uh, yeah, well, hope, thankfully that'll probably never happen. But imagine, yeah, that would be a weird timeline for sure. Uh, and then next we have another $5 super chat from RecBCQ. Thank you very much. Saying now we're going to get a Grand Theft Auto management sim where you grow a criminal empire. You know what? I mean, it's kind of in the game. Totally so, yeah. yeah. Vice City totally was literally had a section where you literally going around buying a property and getting it all set to go so you, before you can continue right, the story. Yeah. So there you go. It fits. All right. Well. Thank you, RecBCQ. Super appreciate that. And thank you to everybody for just all of your incredibly generous Super Chats. We love you so much. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our third story of the day. Uh, we just got done talking about LEGO Green Hill Zone coming out and how cool it looks, but LEGO is already back in gaming-related news. So let's get that up on screen. So uh, there are actually two stories here. The first one, uh, I just kind of wanted to combine them because they both have to do with Lego. The first one is that a fan-made Breath of the Wild Lego set has made it to the final review stage uh, in, in the Lego Ideas program. Now, don't get too excited because Nintendo often does axe these ideas. And, and you know, we, we saw it happen with the uh, Samus's gunship several months back. That was a really cool fan design. It didn't get made into a full product. But I wanted to talk about this because look at Hyrule Castle, you guys. I want this to be real. This is so neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty. Ex- it's pretty hype just to see like even a fan mock up and imagine what it would be like to have that on display in your house or 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 mess it up and play with it. Uh, I know. So I, I I have to agree with you there. It's pretty hype. It's really cool, and uh, I'm just loving the. Uh, there, there's a guardian here. There's Bokoblin. Uh, Link on his hang glider or on his uh, sailcloth, excuse me, a Korok, Zelda. It's just, I, I'm always so impressed, consistently so impressed by these Lego Ideas creators and just how unbelievably creative they are in bringing some of our favorite franchises to life in Lego form or almost life mm-hmm. in Lego form. But man, mm-hmm. I, I want this to be real, but... Uh, as Nintendo Life does point out in this article, uh, you know, Metroid and Animal, Animal Crossing design finalists did recently get rejected by Nintendo. So mm. it doesn't seem as though that's something they're super interested in, although we do have the Super Mario Lego sets, which they're yeah, cool. I mean, yeah, I mean they're just... fine. But again, the thing that I've wanted from Nintendo and the closest I've got to, and it's still not exactly what I want, is uh, the Lego question block. But I want... I want Lego Peach's Castle. I want Lego Bowser's Airship. I want Lego Lego Bowser's oh, Castle. So cool. I you know yeah. there's these great locations from across. Give me Lego Rosalina's. I I don't know uh, what's it called the Observatory. I'm an observatory. Oh, uh, cosmic Observatory. Yeah. yeah, Cosmic Observatory. Yeah, that'd be great. And then you got Zelda with all like we got of course Lego Zelda's Castle. We got Le- Lego Great Duck Deku Tree. We have a dungeon inside it. That'd be cool. I, I so apologize. I think one of the interesting things is a. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah. One of the interesting things about the Mario one is it has such a unique like Nintendo hook to it in the fact that it's an interactive toy, right? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, right. It, it, it kind of, there, there's, a, there's that digital element to it that makes it almost game-like. And I think that's how they interweave the Nintendo DNA into the Lego brand there. 
and it works so well. I've only had a little bit of hands-on time with it, but it, it really is uh, interesting the, the way they uniquely decided to approach that partnership. So I feel if we saw further things like that, such as a, a Zelda one or, or any other Nintendo IP, uh, I could see Nintendo wanting to lean into that element that makes Nintendo special, that interactivity, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That would be nice if there was like an extra gaming element to it that isn't. It's not just a Lego set, but goes that extra mile because it's a Nintendo, that... an officially Nintendo licensed set. Right. Yeah. Zelda Dungeons. Um, making it a, make, <laughs> oh, have it a dungeon, man. you know? Have it yeah. little pieces you can interconnect, kind of like uh, Link's Awakening Switch. You could just make your own Zelda Dungeons. Oh, there you go. There you cool. go. Nice. There's some sort of AR thing going on I, I, that I feel like could work here, like like Mario Kart Live-esque something. I, I don't have the exact idea lined up, but there, there's oh, something man. here, I feel like. Lego. If you could set up some sort of track AR. for the minifig to run on as it goes through your dungeon and have the a, like have a viewpoint <laughs> with the AR going through your dungeon that certain things set up, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be a blast, yes. <laughs> uh, classy Mudkip in our patron chat says, the 144p background really ties the piece together, right? I, I do love the super low-res background that these uh, creations are set against. Also, this is a complete aside, but I was looking at some of the comments in the Nintendo Life article, and the third one down is, is a Phoenix Wright avatar, and it just got me thinking about how much I'd like to have a Lego Ace Attorney courtroom set piece. Like, that would be <laughs> cool would to be? be able to... <laughs> that would be so <laughs> neat, right? Uh, hey, you know what? Let's tie it back into Kirby. Lego Kirby. When? Let's make it happen. Nintendo. Where? Where is he? 30th anniversary. There you go. Mm-hmm. Lego Kirby set. Officially licensed. You know, I know by definition Kirby's round, so he might look really weird, but I don't care. It's Kirby. He'll look like that. Minecraft Kirby. was that Kirby. April Fool's joke they did? Remember the April Fool's joke where the Kirby was a box all day and every Kirby website, they changed the oh. art of him into a box? Yeah, they, you know we've seen we've seen Kirby as a box. It's not that it's not yeah. that weird. It could it could work for Lego. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Right now, this is super cool. Uh, again, you know, don't get too excited. Nintendo usually don't highlight oh, yeah. or uh, green light things like this, but you never know. It's still really cool to highlight because this is just such a neat thing. Uh, the other little thing I wanted to mention about Lego today, uh, kind of some pleasant news, is that they have delayed their Overwatch Two set due to the allegations against. Activision Blizzard, and they are uh, putting the release on hold pending their own review of, you know, basically all the dumpster fire shit that Activ- that's going on in Activision <laughs> Blizzard right now. And this is a set that was supposed to release on February 1st, so it wasn't that far out from release, but now they're just, they're putting it off because Activision Blizzard be Activision Blizzard. And yep. uh, yeah, so... Just glad they, they decided to rethink their partnership. Of course, it is just in the review phase. We don't know if they're going to ultimately do the right thing, but we hope they do. We hope so. Mm. And, uh, you know, just a little just a little extra pleasant news on the Lego side of things. Um, yeah, you know, we've talked before about all the stuff at Activision Blizzard. You know, fuck them for everything <laughs> going on, obviously. But, uh, you know, Lego clearly seems to agree, so let's hope that sticks. Uh, but that was like the little extra addendum that I wanted to mention. Um, but yeah, anything else you guys want to say about this Lego set before we move on? Cool. If it's made, I want more of the more like traditional Lego stuff for Mario, but I'm, I'm honestly not too hopeful. Me, same, same. Yeah. Keep um, expectations in check. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. 
Okay. Uh, well, before we get to the next story, we have a couple more super chats. Uh, first is two more dollars from Screamo Shaman. Thank you very much. With a very good point, half a percent of twelve billion dollars is sixty million. You know what? Uh, let's. I'll, I'll even take an, uh, a quarter of a percent at this point. <laughs> take two. I'll take. You know, I'll take a quarter of a percent. Yeah, whatever take you want. Thirty million. Us. That's all good. Yeah, that's no biggie. That's ridiculous, though. Wow. Wow. Pocket change um, for them, right? Yeah, it really is. Pocket change, indeed. Uh, also, Sonic and Mega Man 531 is uh, is back again with two more dollars. Thank you very much. Saying that castle looks like a Galaga spaceship, Does, uh, doesn't it? And I didn't think about that at first, but you know what? It kind of does in hindsight. A little bit. Yeah, little I bit. could totally <laughs> see that. Yeah, okay, nice. Uh, also, uh, $1.99 from my good friend and our former TNT guest, David Gilton, and saying Lego Chrono Trigger when? Yes, I like the way you think. As soon as possible, oh, please. Man. Lego Chrono Trigger. That's all. Lego, the campfire scene. That Lego or campfire scene Chrono Trigger. Lego Magus's Castle. That's what I want. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's too. So cool. Yeah, Lego Magus's Castle. And also, David, I totally owe you a text. I'm sorry. My holiday season has been super hectic. But I totally owe you a text and a call. We got to get caught up, man. I miss you. Uh, but And thank you for the super chat and for being here, dude. I miss you and love you. We got to get you back on the show. All right. Uh, we do have two more news stories to discuss today. Uh, this next story is our other big story of the day. And it has to do with the rumored Twisted Metal reboot game. So let's get that up on screen. So Lucid Games, the developer of Destruction All-Stars, are having a really bad time because they were initially slated to develop the rumored Twisted Metal reboot game, but reportedly, Sony has now switched developers for that reboot from Lucid Games to their recently acquired UK studio Fire Sprite. It doesn't end there. They also poached Lucid Games director Matt Southern, who's known for the MotorStorm series, in the process. So... Man, I played a little bit of Destruction All-Stars. I didn't think it was great, and that seems to be the prevailing opinion of that game. But still, I kind of feel bad for them. But they got to get the right pedigree on Twisted Metal, of course. And look, a director who's known for MotorStorm seems like a pretty good way to go. Uh, It is worth mentioning that this is all still rumored. This this Twisted, Twisted Metal reboot game has not officially been announced yet, but it's kind of like an open secret at this point, I guess. So... Uh, they, they did develop or develop, they acquired fire sprite back in September. And this seems to be one of the the first big things that they're handing fire sprite to work on. Uh, Derek, I know you're, you're pretty into twisted metal, right, man? Yeah, I am. I, I, I enjoy yeah. my quest twisted metal. I've, I've only mainly played black, uh, cause I missed out on, I only played a little bit of two cause my cousin had it. And then the, the twisted metal games I played with three and four and oof, <laughs> they're not great. Um, but if they can nail this, uh, you know, I'd be absolutely interested. I've not did not look too closely at Destruction All Stars, so I'm not sure, um, you know, how close it was. But it did kind of remind me of uh, Twisted Metal in a way, uh, just with a lot more focus on the people. And I mm-hmm. I have seen Motorstorm in, in play for a while uh, a while back, and it does look fun. So it, it looked pretty decent. Um, so maybe like it could work what's what else is fire sprite done what are they known for uh because i'm honestly not sure let's see well they they were just recently acquired by uh sony in september one of their more recent recent acquisitions i'm looking it up now star citizen Citizen. persistence 
run Sackboy. Play run. your MVR. Yeah, run back. Sackboy. Yeah, Sackboy run. So typically smaller stuff. And I guess Star Citizen is the closest to being like Twisted Metal. I don't know. Um, interesting choice there. I, I mean, it has to be better than the last reboot we got, which I somehow got, but I don't know how. And I had never touched it. It's like team based. It's like, no, no, just give me my classic car combat where I have these crazy weapons, these crazy characters, and I'm getting screwed over by wishes. That's all we need. Right. <laughs> and uh, we'll um, see what happens. It's also worth from a development standpoint. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. go ahead, Ash. No, no, go ahead, oh, James. Please. For, for, uh, from a development standpoint, uh, if they're making a move right that like that, where they're uh, having a different team take over, potentially another director involved, it it illustrates that they're taking this game seriously. They know that there are fans of this series that would be disappointed if this game under delivered. So uh, obviously, they they care. They want to make the best game possible, and I think it kind of sub communicates. Uh, the, the, a strong possibility of of them just trying to go all out on this game, right? Um, now, of course, it is probably worth pointing out the fact that we don't actually know that Southern was poached specifically. Well, we don't know if Matt Southern was first of all working on Lucid's Twisted Metal project when he was there, and subsequently if he was poached to work on Twisted Metal at Fire Sprite. But if you connect the dots, it seems to make <laughs> too much sense for anything else to be the case. So, but I do, I do want to draw a line between what we know and what is technically still rumored in speculation at this point. Uh, also, uh, Fire Sprite are working on Horizon Call of the Mountain, which is that PlayStation VR 2 experience, I guess, <laughs> that they recently uh, re- revealed alongside the PlayStation VR 2. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of exciting. Oh, Arkwing24 in our patron chat actually pointed that out too. Thank you, Arkwing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they're working on that as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems as though if you connect the dots, what we think is happening here is probably what's happening. And as bad as I feel for Lucid, Twisted Metal is an important IP, particularly to Sony and to its fan base. You want to get it right. And I can't say that I would feel super confident in Lucid getting it right after having played Destruction All-Stars myself. I, I don't know what the online was like for the reboot twisted metal but come on just having eight player car combat in that style yes <laughs> let's do it right have some yeah. option for team games make it kind of like splatoon or something like that i don't know there's there's a lot of modes they could do a lot of crazy things they could pull off uh you know have an online element where as you play more, you can uh, unlock customizations for your characters. You kind of make it like a fighting game almost, just with card combat. And then have a decent yeah. single player where they either have a ongoing story or, hey, everybody has like their whole thing they go through and they get, they get their wish and you unlock more characters. I don't know. There's, right. th- this seems like a pretty simple thing to pull. Not si- simple. Sorry. <laughs> Nothing simple, but... No, it, right, right. The, the idea is right there of kind of how you take it and just sort of stick to the classics while also updating it for the modern age, theoretically. Sure. Uh, Rob Armand X in our patron chat mentioned it should be noted that David Jaffe hasn't been brought up in these rumors, which is only a good thing. I imagine it's because he's still stuck in that room in Metroid Dread, right? I don't think he's ever, I don't think he's gotten out of that room yet. <laughs> oh, boy. That's probably he's too busy trying to get that out of is, that room to uh, work on Twisted Metal. That is sad. I'm so, yeah, hey, God of War survived post uh, post uh, tw- 
uh, half Jaffe, and uh, you know maybe maybe Matt Southern will be be the twisted metal that uh, the twisted metal that Corey ba- uh, Balrog became to God of War. Right, right. So. You know, I, <laughs> but, I don't have uh, much of an opinion on the, on that Jaffe post, but I have to appreciate that he uh, shouted out to uh, Sean Pay and the Seven Sirens. That was very nice of him. I, uh, I saw that. Uh, that is nice. really cool. And, and I, I, yeah. I it warmed my heart. Uh, and then the rest, I was like, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. Fair enough. That fair enough. Fair. All right. Well, that just about brings us to our last news story of the day. But James, do you need to go ahead and head out, man? I do. Thank you so much for no having worries. me today. This was, this was a real blast. And uh, if there's more Kirby news in the future or, or some reason to stop by, you know, uh, you know my number. Uh, hit me up. Let's get in touch. And sometime soon when it's safe to let's uh let's go out and get some uh, cream barbecue together how about for that? sure man Ooh, we got to get out we got to get out there and get some cream barbecue soon take care of yourself please tell uh you know all my friends at way forward i said hi i love them miss them and uh i'll talk to you soon dude likewise much love to you guys be well bye, James. all right later man all right let me figure right. out a way to fix our uh screen here so it looks halfway decent hold on let me find uh appropriate third member here that i could potentially bring up <laughs> nice uh, just just to and have us look were... decent <laughs> right um but yeah i i'm hoping for the best for the uh twisted metal reboot we'll see well especially given that it's coming alongside or somewhat alongside a uh the, the twisted metal tv series that we reported on a couple of episodes ago so seems like it's a good time to be a twisted metal fan depending on how things go with this reboot yeah, I, I, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful is the best way to put yeah. it. Yeah. Um, let me know when you're ready for me to transition us to the final story, uh, Derek. I almost called you Kirby. Actually, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I just put Kirby up there to try to make it work, but I'm not sure if that's going to be a, a feasible thing. So, uh, I don't. I, 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 hmm. Huh. Actually, no. I have another idea. I'm sorry to, to waylay things like this. I'm trying to. I was like, didn't even think about it. It's like I should have this other thing, but because I actually have a webcam, I'm actually better set up, like better set up, but also not as well set up for this sort of thing. So let me let me grab something here. I, I have a better way I can do this. Um, Fair enough. I feel like that small Kirby image worked, but uh, I it, but I didn't like how it too. looked in there. So um, you gotcha. know what? What's up? Let's see if I can make this. Oh 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 heck. Our voice of God is here. Do you want to join us, man? I can save the day if you need me. <laughs> I mean, do a new you want to talk about uh, ex- yeah, the next top, the last topic? <laughs> yeah, we got one yeah. more news story to talk about. It's, it's about Xbox selling like gangbusters. So I can if you want to join us for that, man. Oh, there we go. Cool. Thank you. I was I was just about to bring up like a good old um, Metroid movie artwork that I could just pop in there. So oh, nice. We, uh, we just All finished right. the discussion. Ooh. Or later, uh, and I saw yes. what was going on, and I was like, I'll just hop in. That's well, that's thanks, fair. dude. Yeah, our our guest uh, James Montagna just had to uh, leave. He was technically still on work hours, so we had to go ahead and oh, leave okay. and get back to work. But uh, perfect timing, man. And. Uh, how did the discussion go? We got a Kirby discussion coming, you guys. We do, and uh, our we have a special guest, Ant Dude, for that. Um, Woo! I think that's nice. going up tomorrow. Uh, potentially, probably, yeah. I would think probably tomorrow. Yeah. So look forward to that. It's good. Awesome. 
Hell yeah. Looking forward yes. to that, man. Uh, my only regret is that I wasn't able to be part of it because I was here hosting TNT, which I also love doing. There are too many things I want to do. I want to talk Kirby. <laughs> I want to host TNT. But I did get to talk Kirby on TNT today. So I did get kind of the best of both worlds here. Yeah. I couldn't, um, I, I can't, I couldn't go out. I can't go all out until I get this uh, deep dive done. Right, right. I got to say um, Okay. <laughs> Well, we have one more Super Chat that came in uh, before our final news story. Oh, two, actually. First one is uh, Lizard81288 with $10. Thank you so much. Saying uh, Twisted Metal 2013 was supposed to be like the past games, but Sony interfered with, with the development process several times. They wanted more and more online components. Hopefully no more interference from Sony. Yeah, hopefully, because I, I uh, remember that a lot of the reasons that PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale had some problems, too, was also due to interference from Sony. So... Hopefully they they chill, take a step back, and uh, and let Fire Sprite really go ham on this, and especially with Matt Southern at the helm with his uh, credentials. So mm. we'll see. Uh, and it's been a while since we've seen your child name in chat, Lizard. So thank you very much. Great to see your name here. Uh, and finally, two more dollars from RecBCQ saying, "Brandon, I'm happy now." Well, we're happier I... now too. We're yeah. <laughs> Things are always better with our voice of God around. So um, glad you're happy now. I guess that I guess the subtext here is that you weren't happy with just me and Derek and James. I don't know how I feel. I I'm mean, kidding. I'm kidding. Can you really be satisfied without Brandon around? That's you know what? That is true. Gonna make me that cry. is true. <laughs> um, okay, Good. one more super chat. Super chat did just come in uh, right now from. Also, I apologize for the usual LA sirens. Calm down, LA. Okay. Uh, super chat from Nyarumi Yukimitsu for $4.99. Thank you so much. Saying, love all the work GVG does. Thank you for doing this. Super bummed about Kirby having no online co-op, though. Well, first of all, thank you for the kind words, Nyarumi. Really appreciate that. Um, the whole reason we do it is because of fans like you, and we couldn't do it without you. So thank you so, so much for that. Uh, I hear you about being bummed about Kirby not having online co-op, but given Nintendo's lack of pedigree well lack of pedigree in the online arena maybe it's a good thing remember mario maker 2 eh, might be a good thing right yeah, 3d world so, was all right all right it was okay but that one stream that we did with cat and john was just like the 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 input oh, line yeah. was horrific horrific that was bad <laughs> yeah so well, as, as much as i like the party idea, doing it really well which is that is true that's true that is true as well so uh, I like the idea of online co-op in Forgotten Land. I just don't know if I believe in the execution of it, but it would be nice to have for sure. And once again, thank you very much, Nyarumi. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, we do have one more news story to talk about today, and uh, it's all coming up rosy for, for Microsoft, so let's get that up on screen. So it turns out that despite the pandemic and despite global supply constraints, the Xbox Series X and S is Microsoft's fastest selling console generation to date. And uh, that's just, you know, it's not particularly surprising, but it is particularly impressive uh, given, again, the global supply component constraints and the pandemic putting a damper on everything. Uh, and ZHUGX on Twitter uh, says that this puts, uh, according to their estimates, that this puts Xbox Series X and S at over 12 million shipped, uh, which is, of course, fantastic. And it really highlights the fact that uh, the dual SKU strategy has really paid off, uh, despite the fact that, you know, I mean, obviously it's very hard to find Series X's, Series X's on shelves even now, 
but you can find Series S's. And that seems to have made up for any shortcomings on the Series X production front. So good news all around for over at the uh, over at Team Microsoft. Yeah, uh, that's kind of just the way to put it. I mean, it honestly shocks me that uh, it's outsold the 360. For some reason in my head, 360 always seemed like the juggernaut for Xbox. Like the big thing that right. sold like crazy. It would be kind of hard to beat and catch up to because because it was trouncing Sony so badly. Uh, so right. it actually throws me for a bit of a loop that this is actually this that the series X and S is the one that um, pulled it off and made it this big success. Um, I'd make the argument that you know there was a Wii afoot around that time. That is but, true. But the yeah. Switch is doing almost as good, if not better. Oh, I think so I, I think like... it a fit. I think there was a story out there that I think Switch. Actually, no, I, it's hard to tell for sure because it's VG charts and VG charts is always a little uh, unsure with that. Yeah. stuff. They're yeah. claiming they've unselled the Wii. I'm not sure if it actually has yet. So, okay. Right. Mm. And, you know, the, another important thing to remember yeah. with the 360 generation is the fact that, you know, the 360 was a great console, but it also benefited from Sony essentially shooting themselves in the foot with the PS3 in the first part of its life with the, the insane launch price um, you know, just the and you got repeat sellers because they of those red rings. So you got multiple people <laughs> like two or three Xboxes. <laughs> that, that's right. True. I knew a lot uh, of people yeah, in my uh, friend group with red ring, and they had to get I, I got one. Ugh. Yeah, I, I had to replace my 360 as well. Yeah. Um, but according to this Eurogamer uh, article, uh, Phil Spencer, the you know um, Xbox boss, of course, uh, has said that uh, at this point, Microsoft has sold more of this generation of Xboxes than we have any previous version of Xboxes. And uh, and uh, he, he, he continues, when you think about trying to go get an Xbox or a new PlayStation right now in the market, they're really hard to find. And it's not because supply is smaller than it's ever been. Supply is actually as big as it's ever been. It's that demand is exceeding the, the supply for all of us. Now, of course, this is PR speak, so you, you, know, you have to take it with a grain of salt. But if that's true then it really just means that demand for this generation of Xboxes really is higher than it's ever been. And I got to say, at least anecdotally, uh, I've been borrowing one of our community members' Xbox Series S's, Becca. Uh, she lent me her Series S so I could play things like Forza Horizon 5 in time for our Game of the Year discussions. And I am really impressed by this little thing. It's such a small box, but the power that it packs is pretty damn impressive. Like, having played so much Forza Horizon 5, I don't feel like I'm getting short shrift. I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I know it'll look better on series X, but what I'm seeing playing on series S is still really impressive for a box, the size of the series S. And it's just a really impressive little console. Plus I hear it's like an emulation monster. Yeah. A lot of backwards compatibility. And you know, it's, if you want to just have a machine for game pass and uh, most modern, you know, most games from uh, Xbox, uh, Boom, you're set. It's yeah, hard to kind of hard to beat that. It's one of those things where it's almost like a like almost like preloaded with games. Like you just pick it up and boom, there you go. There's your collection. You don't, at least in my mind, I don't know how many games I'd actually just pick up on my own for the Xbox because I got Game Pass, I got all that other stuff to play, and I'd be I'd be set. Exactly. But the problem for me is I have such a backlog that. You know, I, I, I don't know if I want to add, you know, hundreds of games that I could possibly play to that, that to that backlog. Ah, uh-uh. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. 
Game Pass is um, really good for having one of those days where you're like, I don't want to play anything in my library right now. I kind of feel like wanting to try something fresh. And then you just browse Game Pass, install something that you yeah. you know didn't really think too much about, and you might be surprised. That's happened to me a couple times. I, I had that experience for the first time recently where I where I, you know, got back to the Series S and I have Game Pass and so I'm just looking through and I'm like, I have access to all these games for this price? This is like everything I've heard about Game Pass has rang true. It actually is pretty damn amazing. And uh so that that kind of answers your question, Toasty O's in our patron chat. You asked me which one I have again. So yes, I am borrowing a Series S right now, but the reason I'm borrowing one is because I am holding out for a Series X. I have a nice 4K TV. I have a collection of FPS-boosted Xbox 360 games that I really want to play, but I have them on physical. So, I, you know, I don't really want to rebuy them digitally for the Series S. So just waiting for that that Series X to that I can find to come in so I can finally do all that. But, uh, yeah, I, I got to say... I never really cared about having an Xbox One very much. I love my 360. Kind of fell off Xbox for a while in the Xbox One days. But I've really been enjoying uh, the Xbox Series S. And I can see why demand is so high for it. Uh, that and the X. Uh, Game Pass really is a game changer. And it, it seems as though Microsoft really betting on Game Pass has worked out for them. I'd say so based on everything we've seen so far. It's just, it's, it's just constant good word of mouth. Which... You know, after the Xbox One, Microsoft kind of needed. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that is the end of our news for the day. Uh, so, Brandon, again, man, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, Jumping the in for these last like five minutes or so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wish we could have had you sooner, but, uh, you know, it was for a good purpose. You're, uh, you're recording that uh, Kirby discussion. So that's super exciting. But we super appreciate you coming and hanging out with us, dude. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here, accidentally, almost. <laughs> <laughs> and what you don't know is I'm I'm stalling for time because stupid Google signed me out of all of our docs, oh, so I had to sign back in while we're talking situations. to get access to our EP Don't you squad. love yeah. it when that happens? It's always around this During time, too. The show. Yep. Yeah. Oh, no. It um, is a beautiful, beautiful moment. And the yeah. sirens are going. Right? Man, they really know, are right? going. Jeez, it's like God, the third I... time this episode. He's been signed out. Get him. <laughs> um, we do have one last super chat from uh, Sonic and Mega Man 531. One more time. Thank you so much. Asking us Simon Belmont versus uh, Geralt from The Witcher. And I, I don't know enough about Geralt's strength to really say for sure, but I haven't really heard he's all that powerful in the grand scheme of things. So I think I might... But then again, neither is Simon. Yeah, though. Simon's not, exact, not exactly um, versatile. Can't Geralt use magic? Or yeah, I, I think Geralt yeah. has a bit more utility. So I'm I gonna think go, I'm going to have Geralt. to go with Geralt. I think like, Geralt I'm a Castlevania yeah. fan, but I think Simon, I think of that as frames of animation. The not really that far, you know, the, the <laughs> whip goes, unless you're doing Super Castlevania yeah. 4. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Geralt has has it on him a bit. Now, if this was like Soma Cruiser or Shinoa or somebody, then I think oh, I'd yeah, go that direction. Dead. But yeah, but Simon, I think I think Geralt takes this one. 
Uh, also, Monstrozoid in our YouTube chat says, shout out to Ash's dad. Love that guy so much. Hey, we have that in common. I love him too. I love him so much. So <laughs> yeah, shout out to my dad. Um, Watcher TL asks in the YouTube chat, Brandon, any teases for Good Vibes Arcade tomorrow? Well, uh, we originally were going to go back to Fortune Street, uh, but we're going to have to delay that till next week. So you can expect the rest of Kirby Superstar. Ooh, good timing. Hell yeah. Which is super topical for this week. That's perfect. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Eddie B says, uh, Ash, I'm outside your place. I want to show you the fire truck I borrowed without permission. Yeah. I don't know why it's always... I don't know what's going on in LA while we record TNT every time. I don't get it. But anyway, that does bring us to the end of episode 176 of today's news tonight. Now, normally this would be where I ask our guest, James Montagna, where uh, you can find him on the internet, but he had to leave, unfortunately. So I'll just tell you, uh, tell everyone that you can find him on Twitter at James Popstar. Uh, like I said, he's just a great overall guy. Definitely go follow him on Twitter. Uh, the biggest Kirby fan I know. Just a wonderful, wonderful guy. James, if you end up watching the rest of the episode after the fact, thank you so much for being here. I love you and love to have you back on the show anytime, man. And uh, yeah, thank all of you as well for being here with us for today's news tonight. We love doing this show with you. We love hanging out with you all. You all are just the best. So thank you very much. Uh, but as always, we have to give a very special thank you to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make this show happen. Because without you, it would not be happening. So thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, we really just love and appreciate you. And as always, we owe an extra special thank you to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine, wonderful, amazing, stupendous folks include Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Fangs, Dan and Twistle. Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman 23, Adam O'Sullivan, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Beard J373, Critter XD, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, Sapphire, Azran127, Black King, Pagrima, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Killamox, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, Jessica Toad, Deaneth, Sci Fi Lullabies, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Kubi, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Ascaron 809, Ryaner, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Nathan Steele, Spicy Panned Otter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchrolord, Rosa Pardo Bowling, Hey Steve's Mom, Kane Woolley, Skull Kid Tiger, Dark Steel 01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior 29, DJ Jurassic, Dinner Sonic, Darik, Jeff Ed, Blaystar 25, Stag Nasty, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Screamo Shaman, Mason Riley, Keel, Santi the Person, Brendan Hesse, Hustlebun, Noah Fitterer, Calvin Atkinson, 
Hinaru77, Brooke Obscura, and finally, last but certainly not least, Anthony Wilson Jr. Thank you all so much. Reading that list out is one of the highlights of my week every week, so thank you all so much for your incredible support of everything we do here at Good Vibes Gaming. And if you're curious about how you can get on that list, as well as take advantage of all sorts of other perks we offer our patrons, head on over to patreon.com slash gvgaming, where you can support us for as little as $1 a month. That gets you to our Discord community, where we have the best damn community on the internet, bar none, full of people who are just all about inclusivity, kindness, good vibes. It's just the best place on the internet. But don't take my word for it. Come check us out yourself. But uh, also, as a reminder, uh, when we hit 75,000 subs right here on YouTube, we're giving away a free Switch OLED. All you got to do is be subscribed. That's it. You might win a free a free Switch OLED. Pretty good deal. But that's it from us. Really quick, I do want to tease Friday's episode. Those of you who have been missing Steve, you might want to tune in on Friday. Just saying. Just saying. But trust me, I know how much you've missed Steve. We miss Steve. We love Steve. Definitely tune in on Friday if you miss Steve. But that's it from us today. We're going on to our patron-exclusive post-show. We love you all. Thank you so much, and we'll see you Friday. Bye, everybody.